Get ready for your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation from spiritual entrepreneurs that carry the love and experience to help you find success and happiness regardless of how your morning starts. Sit back with a coffee or tune in during your morning commute and manifest with us. You're listening to Inspirational Morning with your wonderful host, Victoria Scanlon. morning everybody welcome back to inspirational morning episode seven actually of season one i've got tyler once again because we all love him on the podcast i just can't leave you guys alone (laughs) it's too good i love talking to you i love the dynamic and everybody else does as well thank you welcome back to the podcast good morning i hope you guys are having a wonderful day we're having a wonderful morning so (laughs) let's get right into it february 26th currently we are in the last quarter of the month this is where we want to focus on releasing and letting go of anything that we can't control any limitations any anxieties things like that you really want to appreciate everything around you appreciate yourself your health family your home your job everything good in your life so that the universe hears that that's what you're focusing on and that's what you want Mm -hmm. and you want to continue on your path this month of the goals that you set. For example, we have set goals for being more consistent with the podcast, being more consistent with content creation and advertising and affiliates. Uh, And I think we've done just that. And this is the time to continue on that path and appreciate what you've accomplished. Absolutely. And just in case you guys forgot or you didn't tune into the last podcast, this month's uh, moon is the super snow moon. And it's really about reflecting and letting go And for those of you who have listened and are already trying to implement the things we've talked about in the previous podcast, you know, now's that time to continue down that path that you've set forward and really stick to it and achieve those goals. You know, they might not come easy, but if you stay headstrong and progress forward, you're going to get to where you want to see yourself. I wish we could implement the comfortability in every listener to understand that. It's a very hard concept to learn, but once you've grasped it, it'll feel like the easiest thing you've ever done in your entire life. And today's affirmation kind of coincides with this, actually. Well, it always does. It's a synchronicity. That's why these affirmations come along. Well, the affirmations are meant to go with the points that we start with. So Mm -hmm. it's just, it's always enlightening to get to one point and then talk about the things that you can say or do to help bring you back up to get you to the point where you personally want to be. Absolutely. Tyler asked me this morning, I guess I hadn't explained to you guys actually yet the difference between the affirmation and the mantra. Why do we do both? An affirmation is actually like an emotional support system. You repeat it to yourself over and over, whatever resonates with you at the time, whatever you need to tell yourself to fix whatever you you're feeling a miss about. It's personal. It's personal motivational words, you know. Um, you're going to bring up your vibration and your emotion by utilizing these. And then mantras are literal chakra opening vibrational words or sentences. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily use just words because that's kind of a tantric meditation type deal. And I just want to chill and talk to you guys. So I implement that in a kind of easier to digest way for those of you who are new to this way of life in sentences of, you know, mantra like affirmations of like, I am, I will, I am. I feel as though if if I may, that the mantras are more so a way for you to reconnect with the universe and talk to the universe about the things that you're working on. And then your affirmations are more a personal speech towards the universe about the things that you personally want to change. So like in one sense, the mantra is speaking with the universe, with you, you're kind of together having a group conversation and your affirmation is more, I'm talking to the universe, telling the universe how I feel and pumping myself up for the universe to send me that love and light that 
that energy per se so that you can feel it. I actually really, really like the way that you just explained that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad I have a good understanding then. Yeah, and I'm hoping that this helps them understand a little better too because I hadn't realized I hadn't explained it. Today's affirmation to get started is, I am complete and one with divine energy. I am part of the universal law. I am light. I am love. Again, with these affirmations, I want you guys to write them down, repeat the podcast if you need to, rewind a little bit, pause it and say it to yourself. A lot of you look forward to the affirmations and mantras we put on here, so I really encourage you guys to actually utilize them to the highest benefit. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is coming to you for a reason. It's going to resonate with you, and if it does, repeat it to yourself over and over until you feel it. You're listening for a reason, and we put these in here for a reason to help boost not only your self-esteem, but your energy and the way that the universe is ultimately going to view you as we just talked about. So it's in your benefit to take the time, sit back and really, even if you don't want to say it out loud or you don't want to write it down, take the time to listen to it even more than once so it can be ingrained into your brain and your subconscious. So your subconscious hears it and the rest of your inner being listens to it. It will make you feel so much better throughout the entire day. I can't tell you how many times we get finished doing this podcast and for the entire rest of our day, it is such a much more beautiful day because we have sat down and 100% taking the time not only to share with you guys the way that we feel and the things that we do to feel better about ourselves, but we share that information with you so you also can feel better about yourselves. And I'm telling you guys, take the time to do it and you will see that difference. Might not be the first time. You might not notice it the way you're hoping to notice it, but I guarantee you over time, you will see that change that you really, really want to see. I like that a lot. And I actually think that they should take that advice along every single morning with them. Not only the mornings that they hear our podcast or utilize our podcast for that spiritualism and enlightenment, but you really want to take on daily habits that will heal you, that will motivate you, take care of you and your responsibilities and your soul self and your health. Most importantly, uh, we talk about this in one of our long time ago blogs. I wrote this, I want to say almost an entire year ago, about the tips to a meditational morning. And I kind of wanted to go through and reiterate these to you guys today because I'm almost positive you probably have not read that blog. It was so long ago. And there's seven tips that I'm going to tell you today. I promise you, you guys will see a tremendous tremendous difference in your mental health, physical health, your your, day-to-day interactions, your day-to-day interactions, your motivation, all those things by just picking up these simple little habits. Any nutritionist Mm -hmm. will tell you these. Just to say out loud, you know, these are some tips that, you know, you implement these each day, getting through that mundane day-to-day aspect of whatever it is you do. They will definitely help you. They will make your day brighter and they will make you 100% feel better. That I can promise. Let's kick it off with the first tip and that is to meditate. We talk about this a lot on the podcast. We mentioned how Tyler and I try to implement meditation in all moments of life. And if you find the ability to be consistently astral, you actually are consistently meditative. But for those of you who are new to it, you don't necessarily implement it as regularly as you should or not at all. I definitely recommend looking into what it is to meditate how to meditate, how it benefits you, um, and just kind of feel out what's right for you. There's never a right way. The biggest tip is to silence your mind, and then it's just personal from there. If you wake up every single morning before you do anything, your body is very relaxed. This is the perfect time to start your day and meditate because you don't have to work on detensing your body or your mind. You're already relaxed, and you can just kind of implement breathing for a few minutes, set an alarm if you need to so you don't fall back asleep. Use this time actually for affirmation and mm-hmm. telling yourself how you want the day to go, how you want to feel, how you do feel, and this will change your whole day. Five minutes, you guys, it takes five minutes. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't have five minutes before work or before school or whatever it is you're about to do? Take that five minutes and just 
breathe. Just simply taking the time to feel your mind, feel your body, let your thoughts just flow. I'm not telling you that you won't have thoughts, but just let them flow from one thought to another thought to another thought until eventually the only thought you have is breathing and just keep breathing. And when you finally get to that point of peaceful bliss, you know, if you have to get up or your alarm goes off or whatever it is you have to do, get up and do it. But I guarantee you, you feel better after that. Absolutely. And then the next tip that we want to implement to you guys, you know, you kind of think that this will be something that everybody kind of does, but in our personal experience, we've had roommates that definitely do not keep up on personal hygiene. So the next tip is definitely personal hygiene. You want to wake up, you want to shower, wash yourself, your hair, your body, your skin, brush your teeth, brush your fangs, man. You want to erase all of the negativity, all the funk from the day and the night before. Give yourself a fresh start. And you can even bless the water from Mm -hmm. your shower. Even if you don't, who doesn't enjoy a nice warm shower right out of bed in the morning? It's one of the most relaxing experiences. I know I'll take three or four showers a day because I like them so much. Oh, absolutely. Just because the warmth and the relaxation. And if you implement blessing showers, it really becomes a cleansing. But you really just want to make sure that you feel your best. And that also takes us to the third tip, which is to dress to impress yourself. Whether you work from home, you don't work at all, you have a mundane job, or you have a amazing corporate job dress to make yourself feel good to motivate yourself to be a badass and you'll feel that way i mean if you wake up and you're in sweatpants and a shirt with no pants and a blanket on you're gonna feel kind of lazy but if you wake up and you dress into business clothing and you do your hair and you brush your teeth and you feel great you're gonna be more motivated and ready to do whatever you need to that day now that's not to say if you work from home you can't wear your sweatpants guys yeah work for yourself make something that you love and do it for yourself and you'll see that you even have more benefits than that. The next tip is to hydrate. Hydrate, drink water. 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 (laughs) Lots and lots and lots of water. You are made up of water. I cannot express this enough. My neighbor only drinks pop. Don't do that to yourself. My mom and dad used to only drink pop. I used to only drink pop. I still only drink pop. You know what? They're drinking some water. I've kind of implemented healthy values to them and they're kind of listening. You guys, drink water. You are made up of water. Your body needs it to survive, to think right, to feel right, to be healthy so your organs function right throughout your whole life. I can't tell you enough how, as somebody who drinks a bunch of water every day all the time, if I don't for two, three hours, it's like I'm starving. My body needs the water. So I can only imagine how starving people's bodies are who aren't even paying attention to it when they don't drink water for weeks. I can't imagine Mm -hmm. it. Now guys, I do want to point out here, drinking water is a fantastic thing to do, but not all water is made equal. No, you want to find fluoride-free, chemical-free waters if you can. Yes. If you don't have the availability to go buy yourself a nice water or purchase, you know, a high quality water bottle brand, you know, and you have to drink tap water, please limit your intake to the amount of tap water you drink because you can't remove all the heavy metals and the fluorides and all the things in the water. And those will do just as much brain damage as not drinking water. So you're kind of in a lose-lose situation. So when we tell you to hydrate, we're telling you to hydrate with the best possible sources. Go out, get yourself that water that has the nice pH, the the filtration, everything about it so you can feel better, you can feel hydrated, and I guarantee you'll see the difference and you'll notice the taste. Yeah, because if you're just guzzling tap water or Pepsi water, you're getting tons of fluoride, tons of metals, tons of chemicals that were used, chlorine even, to clean the water, and you're hurting yourself more than you're hydrating yourself, so you definitely want to use, I mean, we do Essentia. I know that's a big one. Smart water. 
smart water's pretty decent. But if you guys have a local Kroger or a Meyer, you know, go out and find yourself a really nice water and try that and just notice the difference that hydrating your body will make you feel. You will, you'll feel better. You'll get through the day so much smoother if you intake the nutrients your body needs, water. It's, it is the main source. You can survive without food for a few days, but you can't survive without water for more than 24 hours. For sure. And then the next tip as well, we've got three more tips. The next one is yoga. This is a very underrated medication. A lot of people don't necessarily realize how many things that this will heal in the body. It will help with hormonal imbalances, mm-hmm. sperm counts, inflammation, joint pain. Just wake up every day and stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, look up a couple simple moves. And now I know that a lot of people aren't actually flexible enough to do some of the major moves, but if you could just implement some of the basic ones where you're stretching your shoulders, your neck, your legs, your back, you're going to see tremendous, tremendous differences in your functionality, your comfortability, your motivation, your mental clarity, etc. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just for some of you guys listening that are saying, oh man, I don't know if I really want to try doing yoga. It just doesn't feel like it fits into my system. Fine. You don't have to call it yoga just stand up and stretch mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> well but i really would like people to kind of gain the knowledge on yoga a little bit more because it is literally yoking out your energy it's putting Ooh, yeah. aligning your body in the correct centers mm-hmm. to be able to yoke the soul out of the body it literally puts you in a position to be astral and spiritual and completely divine and connected and healthy it helps your organs it helps your brain and it aligns your chakra system so that you can be astral no absolutely and trust me i'm not telling people not to try yoga or do yoga no but but i know a lot of people i know there's a few of you listening who are like oh man they're right but i don't know if i want to do that so (laughs) for you my advice just do a little bit of stretching until you feel a little more comfortable trying those yoga poses and you'll see the difference once you start doing it you'll like it you'll enjoy it just get past that little hump you know everybody has a anxieties about trying new things but once you get past it you usually find that you like it Mm -hmm. and the next tip that we want to go into is breakfast Um, a lot of people don't actually eat breakfast which is amazing if you guys implement daily fasting that is fantastic for those of you who do want to eat breakfast though i highly recommend eating something that has a high nutritional value Mm going to keep you guys full all day it's going to feed you with nutrients that are aligning your body instead of detoxifying it eating a sugar cereal with milk of another animal that's not your own is not necessarily going to sustain you all day or even help your mental clarity if you cook high protein veggies and you implement fruits and healthy grains you're going to see a big difference in your motivation for the day and your mental clarity and how long you stay full as well i have nothing else to say other than an egg mcmuffin is not the way to start your day, guys. No, brother. <laughs> a Pop-Tart is not the way to do it. No, have that later in the day when you're just looking for something sweet. Yeah. And then we want to talk to you guys about thankfulness. Practicing gratitude. Tyler actually showed me this book, uh, The Magic of Gratitude or something, and it changed my life. It was amazing. And I only read one or two chapters, but still, I now practice thankfulness every single day. If you guys wake up every day and you write down, I talked about this before, if you write down or even say out loud or even even to yourself, it's such a huge step to appreciate everything around you. Be gratuitous for the things around you, your health, healthy skin, your job, your schooling that you're going to, maybe your grades, maybe your friends, your family, the people close to you, your home, everything that's good. Appreciate it so that the universe hears that, appreciates that you care, and gives you those good things a little more than the negative things that you could be focusing on. Well, there is no negative when you learn to thank the universe for everything. That's just from reading the book that she's talking about. It's called Magic and 
when you start to thank the universe for everything that you have or everything that you've been given, you start to realize that every little piece of your life, there's something new to be thankful for. And right when you think there's nothing left to be thankful for, you'll find 10 more things. And just when I thought that I wouldn't be able to do it, when I thought no way, and I kept doing it, every single day I kept finding more and more and more things to be thankful for. And there were no more bad moments because even my bad moments, there was something to be thankful for. And I learned something. And because I told the universe that nothing was going to bring me down and I wasn't not going to be thankful for what I've been given, I'm going to learn and take that opportunity no matter what. Good things continued to come. That doesn't mean bad things don't happen. They do. But if you learn to be thankful for the bad things that do happen and the reasons why they could have happened, you find the the silver lining, as they call it, you'll realize that you'll get through that situation so much faster, so much more beautifully, and your mindset will stay so much more positive. And like I mentioned in previous episodes, you guys should uh, start a gratitude journal for sure. Oh, yeah. Write down every day. Like, here's a simple thing that I started doing when I started practicing thankfulness. Get yourself a journal and just write down 10 things right now that you're thankful for. Or whenever you have time, write down 10 things that you're thankful for. And then tomorrow, pick that journal back up and write down 10 more things that you're thankful for. You know what? I have a challenge. Every single time that you are upset, unhappy, not satisfied, write down things that you're thankful for and you'll change your mindset. Yeah. Everybody's obsessed with doing challenges these days. Why not do something that benefits you? A you know? thankful challenge. A Let's thankful start that. challenge. Seriously, guys, all of our listeners, we're starting a thankful challenge. So every day we want to hear what the things that you're thankful for. Share them with us on the blog. Share them with us. On social media. Yeah, everywhere, guys, please. You can even email me. You can do our contact page. I will share them. I will reply to you. I will give you love. Share your things Share everything that you're thankful with to yourself, to the universe, and even to us because that's writing it to the cosmos, sending it to us, and we are always happy to hear what you are thankful for. Absolutely. So those are our seven tips, you guys. Meditate, shower, clean, keep up on your hygiene, dress to impress yourself, hydrate, 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 practice yoga for healthy balance, eat a healthy balanced breakfast if you do eat breakfast, and practice thankfulness no matter what all the time, especially in the morning. Now, one of these steps are hard, guys. They're all easy things that you can implement day to day and you'll see the success i promise yep and the next thing that we wanted to talk to you guys about i actually okay you guys kind of actually enjoyed the uh peacefully abiding excerpt all i read was the preface and you guys loved it so we're going to do a thing at least for the next few episodes or occasionally whenever we kind of think about it whenever it resonates with us for the podcast at the time i'm going to read chapter by chapter along with you guys turning the mind into an ally by sikyong mifum uh i want to do this because his book is so enlightening. It's so enlightening and so life-changing and the preface alone was so enlightening to you guys and there's so much good energy and great information and knowledge in here so I'm just going to continue to share with you guys. I think every time we bring it onto the podcast we'll read about a half a chapter. It's about a page and a half to two pages because I don't want to bore you guys out of listening so we're going to do just little bits at a time. We're going to start today by reading chapter one which is called The Rock and the Flower. Many of us are slaves to our minds. Our own mind is our worst enemy. We try to focus and our mind wanders off. We try to keep stress at bay, but anxiety keeps us awake at night. We try to be good to the people we love, but then we forget to put ourselves first. And when we want to change our life, we dive into spiritual practice and expect to see quick results only to lose focus after the honeymoon has worn off. We return to our state of bewilderment. We're left feeling helpless and discouraged. It seems we all agree that training the body through exercise, diet, and relaxation is a good idea, but why don't we think about training our mind? Working with our mind and emotional states can help us in any activity in which we engage, whether it's sports or business or study or a religious path. I've been riding for most of my life, for example, and I love horses. When riding a horse, you have to be awake and aware of what you are doing each moment. The horse is alive and expecting communication, and you have to be sensitive to its mood. 
to space out could be dangerous. Once when I was staying with friends in Colorado, I took one of my favorite horses, Rocky, on a trail ride through some back country. I had ridden Rocky before, mostly in the arena. He was very intelligent, but he didn't know how to walk a trail. This was a new situation. I was leading the group, and that also made him a little nervous. I coaxed him over certain rocks and shifted my weight to indicate to him to go around certain others, but he kept stumbling. We came to a narrow place in the trail. On one side was a steep shale cliff, and on the other, a long drop into the river. Rocky stopped and waited for my direction. We both knew that one wrong mood would plummet us into the river below. I guided him toward the gorge, subtly shifting my weight toward the high wall of shale. I thought that if he slipped, I could jump off and save myself. The moment I shifted, Rocky stopped cold and craned his head around to look at me. He knew exactly what I was doing. I could tell that he was shocked and hurt that I was planning to abandon him. The look in his eyes said, you and me together, right? Seeing how terrified he was, I shifted my weight back. He swung his head forward in relief and we negotiated the trail together with no problems. On that ride, Rocky and I created a synergistic bond, a wordless rapper. It's that kind of connection that I think we can all have with our own minds. In Shamatha meditation, peaceful abiding, we train our minds in stability, clarity, and strength. Through this most basic form of sitting meditation, we discover that we can abide peacefully. Knowing our natural peace is the basis for any spiritual path, the beginning and the ground for anyone courageous enough to seek true happiness. It is the first step to becoming a Buddha, which literally means awakened one. We all have the potential to awaken from the sleep of ignorance to truth of reality. I'm going to stop that there today just because I don't don't want to read your guys' ears off, but but I would definitely love to get on here and finish the second half of that chapter for you guys because I genuinely think that not only is this amazing for me to re-go through this book with you guys, but also for you because it has changed Tyler and I's lives to read this. I mean, we've been trying to practice peacefully abiding every single day since picking this book up and it's really brought us together in our relationship and I think that this can genuinely, genuinely benefit you guys. I kind of looked at different paragraphs, um, excerpts per se that I wanted to share with you guys and then I kind of just couldn't find one because everything is so important. Everything is so influential. Everything is so beautiful in his book. And although you may not see the relevance in that horse story, I genuinely think you do because we talk a lot about meditation and practicing mindfulness and controlling your thought and connecting with others through thought manifestation and energies because we all can. I've talked to you guys previously about how I can read a lot of people's thoughts and their energies and their minds just because of connecting to my own energies as well as theirs. And that's exactly what he did in this story. He explained that the horse was connected to him without words and that he felt immediately that he was going to do that to him. And so they connected because he actually connected with him and took care of each other and they got through the trail just fine. I think that's beautiful. I'd like to see you guys implement more energetic value to your life. Everything is frequency. The trees around you, the snow falling from the sky, the cars driving down the road, the tree on your desk, the blanket in your hand, everything has energy. Everything is able to be connected. And once you start giving love to all things, you see a huge difference in your reality. Let me know what you guys think about reading those excerpts and let me know what you guys think about reading chapters out of this book and we will continue if you enjoy it. Um, I'd like to get started on our next phase of this which is Amazon marketing. This has been a huge synchronicity in Tyler and I's life recently while we've been conversing with you guys and also ourselves on the next steps to take with the company. We've been kind of conversing on what is the best step for making the most income so that we can better help the people around us, build the company, do the things that we're trying to build and Amazon marketing has been popping up a hundred times every day something is showing me a synchronicity on Amazon marketing. I mean, think about it. Amazon makes a thousand sales a minute and if we can get our products on Amazon, there might be enough of a basis of customers just by putting it through Amazon's name. And then when you run those Facebook marketing ads with Amazon, everybody's going to purchase because where does everybody go when you need something? Amazon. 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 Ask everyone, where do you go to buy something online? Amazon. Amazon. Always. Where do we get that Tibetan singing bowl? Amazon. Amazon. 
fall why not get your stuff on amazon and start selling you know what i'm saying you can either affiliate and start plugging those products on blogs through links or you can start putting your own products on amazon and then plug ads which is what we're going to do i mean that's somebody made one hundred fifty thousand dollars in 30 days launching a new drop shipping site just by using amazon marketing you know what i'm saying so we've really been well, talking about it. If they can do it, it, why can't we do it? And why can't you do it? Right. Why can't you just take an investment and learn the knowledge? I'm building a training course for you guys because there's so much that goes into knowing how to do what we do and find success and income in it. And it's so hard to find if you don't pay for a course. So we're coming out with a couple courses for you guys. And this brings us to the last segment of today i wanted to read another book we talked to you guys about the psychology of selling quite a few times and i'm really excited to implement this little excerpt from the book about uh self-esteem and challenging your self-limiting beliefs this is really important and it kind of coincides with the moon and how you are trying to trust and let go accept your imperfections and move on with the goals and aspirations of your highest self and i really enjoy this so we're gonna have tyler read this real quick Challenge your self-limiting beliefs. The good news is that your self-limiting beliefs are usually based on erroneous information. They are not based on fact or reality. They are very often the illusions in your own mind. Because they are unreal, you can't get rid of them by replacing them with new, positive beliefs or confidence and competence in an area. Self-limiting beliefs develop early and easily. Sometimes you will try something like skiing or skating and do it poorly the first time. You will immediately conclude that you are no good at that sport. From then on, you will sabotage yourself by seeking out examples to validate your initial decision. Soon you will avoid that area of activity altogether. Louise Hay, the teacher and metaphysical writer, says that the core problem that each person in life has the feeling of, I'm not good enough. We all have that feeling, deep down inside, that we are not as good as other folks. We feel that people who are doing better than us are actually better than us. If they are better than us, we unconsciously conclude that we must be worse than they are. If they are worth more, then we must be worth less. This false conclusion is fundamental cause of most unhappiness in our society. The most important discovery of all in self-concept psychology is the central role of your self-esteem. Your self-esteem is the best defined as how much you like yourself. How much you like yourself is the critical determining factor of your personality and everything that happens to you. The degree to which you like yourself in any area is the key determinant of your performance and effectiveness in that area. It determines how much money you make, how you dress, how well you get along with other people, how much you sell, and the quality of your life. A person who really likes himself or herself has a high self-esteem and therefore a positive self-concept. When you really like yourself, in a particular role, you perform at your best in that role. The more you like yourself, the more you like other people. The more you like other people, the more they like you in return. The more you like your customers, the more your customers like you, and the more willing they are to buy from you and recommend you to their friends. High self-esteem people meet and marry other high self-esteem people. High self-esteem parents raise high self-esteem children. High self-esteem bosses build high self-esteem salespeople and employees. High self-esteem men and women set higher standards for themselves and practice higher levels of self-discipline. They have better friendships and get along better with the people they meet. They are generally happier and more fulfilled than the people who don't like themselves very much. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you so much. I really enjoy this excerpt in this book because although the book is about the psychology of selling, this is a really huge part to not only selling and e-commerce marketing, but any job and any reality. It goes back to don't worry about having a boyfriend or girlfriend unless you work on yourself. You know what I mean? How can you love somebody till you love yourself? And Mm -hmm. the more you work on your self-esteem, the 
better you're going to perform in every aspect of life the better you're dressed the better you'll dress the better you'll feel the better you'll speak you know well guys how well did that excerpt go with everything that we've talked about today how well did everything that we talk about tie together with this last few paragraphs that i just read to you i mean everything we talk about comes down to a very simple basic spiritual element something that you can follow to better your life and even when we pick up a book about how to make a million dollars or how to be the best you can be at making money we come right back to another spiritual point and all the things that we just previously told you and it was all right there in a simple aspect telling you hey do you want to be better at what you do work on yourself tell yourself that you are better yeah exactly have a high self-esteem and it, it literally goes back to the seven tips we talked about earlier if you take the time to pump yourself up and make your mind an ally you are going to do better at everything that you do and that's going to make you feel the best you can and thus balance yourself. I actually forgot the mantra that I wanted to do after the peacefully abiding excerpt, but this actually is... I think this happened for a reason. This happened for a reason because this also is very well coincided with this excerpt of this book. Today's mantra, and I want you guys to seriously, seriously think on this. Take this with you as you leave. Take this with you as you leave. This is going to be the last installment of today. Today's mantra is, I am present. I express gratitude. I move with intention. I listen with love. And and I practice with passion. I'm going to repeat that for you guys so that you can say it with me. I am present. I express gratitude. I move with intention. I listen with love and I practice with passion. I want you guys to take this with you this week as you wait for our next podcast and remember us and love us and I'll see you on the socials. Yeah. You guys have a wonderful day. Be safe out there. and We'll talk to you next week. Don't forget your pseudo merch. Bye. Bye guys.